ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting week of the No Boundaries podcast, where feelings... Yeah, fuck it up. God, yeah, man. fuck it up. This is, this is, this is not for me, man. I, I don't do intros. Well, anyways, you know where we are. <laughs> that's just how we doing it now. Yeah, you know where we are. You know, we're doing it now. you know exactly who we are. I'm not cutting this, Yeah, way. That's cool, that's cool. But like I said, they know who we are, you know. <laughs> our opinions are, are going to... Are gonna hurt today. Oh yeah, they're gonna hurt today. A little bit. And but at the same time, we're gonna have facts today, and these facts are gonna be. You're not gonna be able to argue. And if you're awake, if you're not living under a rock, you know exactly what's going on right now. So, I mean, what do we do? We get right to it, huh? We We get get right 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 to it. Like, who lives matter? Like, is is it is it Black Lives Matter? Is it All Lives Matter? Is it is it Back the blue and blue lives matter. I mean, I've I've been doing something that I normally don't do. I've ventured into the world of Facebook, and I started commenting, and which is, number one is very dangerous. <laughs> Hold on, you what the fuck would you do that? Very dangerous because you know you know what we like to say about people and common sense. Shit. So you know, I thought let me take it upon myself to try to educate my friends, quote unquote friends that don't really understand what the Black Lives Movement means. I'm going to be real with you. You're you breaking it down to me, too, because I don't understand it. And, 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 and that's one thing, because a lot of black people don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And they're just going out there and, you know, they're, they're giving the wrong perception. So then other people that don't understand it, they're getting the same thing. So what it boils down to is Black Lives Matter doesn't mean everybody else alive doesn't. Black Lives Matter is an inclusion with everybody else and not excluding anybody else. So I got I talked to a friend on Facebook and we were going back and forth and then he hits me with some stats. He said in 2015 there were like 1000 police killings and of those 502 were white, maybe about 250 were black. Another major, another amount was Hispanic, and another amount was kind of a mixture. And then you hit me with the stats that you know, per per the population, we have more white people. So when you look at it as a whole, like if you kill more white people, but it doesn't affect their populace like it affects ours. What I'm trying to explain to him is that he should be outraged too. That if those 502 people that were white that were murdered by police, if they were unjustly killed, you should be outside saying white lives matter. And for the police officers, if the police officers are killed in the line of duty over some bullshit, they should be out saying blue lives matter. It's not saying that black lives matter and no no other lives don't. It's us acknowledging our community just like white people need to acknowledge their community. If you see somebody is being unjustly killed, you need to be out there. Like, injustice in one community is an injustice in all communities. Mm-hmm. This was what really I was trying to get across. Mm-hmm. And I think I had some success. Some of it fell on deaf ears, but you know, you can't train them all. You gotta pray for some of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, but... Um even even with that stat being in there, you you do realize one of the other stats that was posted on the Instagram that I that I put up right, the yes. uh, the TV stats. So when you look at the TV stats, um, and when I'm when I'm speaking about TV stats, I'm talking about who watches the most TV. And when you when you really look at 
you, you keep saying the white people should be outraged. All right. Are white people actually programmed to look at their society as white on white, white on white crime being a problem? Is white on white crime something that you hear? Like, is that the norm? No, you don't. Black on black crime has been programmed into our minds by TV. And if you look at the video audience composition, it I mean, it pretty much shows you. It says women watch TV the most. It doesn't, the bottom line, women watch TV the most. But when it comes to race, black women watch TV the most. But then after that, black people watch TV the most. So therefore, if if I know this information just by simply going to Nielsen, then these these TV pro these TV networks they know who their primary audience is. So although it probably feels like the uh, the it's the propaganda is negative, they know that if you want to get through to certain people, sometimes outrage is a good way to get their attention because people like drama. So therefore, since the '60s and the '50s. We've already been programmed as as in a black culture to to not like cops, and it even got reinforced in the in the late eighties by none other than O'Shea Jackson. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, I mean it's really it it's not it's no it, it can't be a surprise that we when when we're sitting in a vehicle and a cop walks up on our car, 80 percent of us are probably nervous. You know, it's that's our culture. I mean. I, I laugh at it, but even today when I was talking with my coworkers, I was like, "Man, you you want to you want to hear about black privilege? Black privilege is is being is walking into a it, into a, into a walking downtown wearing a suit and somebody thinking, oh, he must have a he must be going to court.' I mean, <laughs> black privilege. No, no, no. Wait, That's, let me tell you what black privilege is. Black privilege is walking into the gym and knowing you won't be picked last. Black privilege. <laughs> black privilege is. Knowing no matter how hard or how how much credibility you have or how good your resume is, you're still ten feet behind that white person or that Asian. That's black privilege. Black privilege is 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 somebody just seeing how you're dressed and you may be dressed like like the first thing they think, oh, he he must rap. You know what I'm saying? Black. Privilege is you're either, literally, you're either rap or you're an athlete. That's that's, that's all you black do. privilege. Like you're you're boy, you're pretty much in this box. This this it's that's it. Like there's one size fits all. That's that is it. That is black privilege, hands down. I mean, we laugh about it, but it's the truth. But on the other hand, when you look at all the others, all these other races, it's their the Asian privilege. Oh, that motherfucker must know how to do math. Good at math. White privilege, oh, good credit, living in a nice neighborhood. Uh, Oh man, and Mexican privilege, uh, they stick together, but at the same time, they stick together. There's probably 20 of them in one house, you know, shit like that. Yeah, it's not really got no insurance, it's a a negative stereotype associated, but you see how it gets when it gets to the bottom, you know. But don't get me wrong, then people, people, people are so quick to. Put all the put these races in a box, but in America, it's just sad to see that 70, 80 years later, it, we're still fighting for shit that we don't need to fight for. Like, why are my biggest issue is why are people sitting in front of the TV getting emotional about shit that's happening in, in places that they know damn well is not truly 
It's not something that they experience. Sometimes people ain't experiencing this stuff. Don't get me wrong. Shit, I, I've gotten pulled over before, and I'm still alive. Uh, hello, I'm still here. You got you got an experience when you were, <laughs> you were pulled over, and it was kind of a little little, it, little racial kind of thing. I'm black. It's, I got pulled over by a Hispanic man uh, not too long ago, and when when he pulled me over, I mean, it's just in my nature to just be like, I'm a when I see a cop, I'm cool, calm, and collective. I'm not gonna make any sudden movements. No, I'm not, and that's that's crazy though because. When a cop walks up to my car, you know, I know I, if he pulled me over, I must have did something wrong. So I'm already in a mindset of where, well, let me let me, let me me sit right here. Let me see what he got to say. But he shouldn't be approaching my window with his hand on his gun. Bro, why? Or do we live in Afghanistan? Why are you Why are you so timid? Why are you scared? And you're like, if I was an old white lady, would you walk up to my car like that? I mean, it's literally programming. Like... These but people, I, I also feel that, that that's a little self-preservation too. To have a tie your hand on your gun when you walk. That's a little self-preservation too. You walk up to a diesel juke. Hey, hey, I got pulled over recently, and um, I was in Madisonville. I was headed to Dallas, and the cop he walks up on my passenger side. He's barely sticking his head in, you know, where I can see him, and I can tell he has his hand on his hip. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, self-preservation in my eyes. That's self-preservation. That's, that's fine. That's fine. To but me, let's just fine. be real. A lot of a lot of self self preservation comes. The, the, the cautiousness is it grows when you when you got a nigga in that in that in that, in that job. I, I agree. I agree with and, that. And as well. it shouldn't be like that. Like, dude, it's 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 2016. The likelihood of you pulling over a black dude in the daytime and him causing some ruckus is 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 just as is just as likely as you pulling over this soccer mom who ain't got time for this shit right now. Cause the son team just lost, and she having a bad day because she she caught her husband cheating. And she's you just know pissed. what I'm saying? She's just she's pissed. just she's just as likely to go off on your motherfucking ass. So why are you so timid about me when you really know in my community? I mean, let's just be real. To me, black people are scared of cops. Oh yeah, I'm I'm I'm, black I'm, people a, scared I'm of cops. afraid of cops, and then a lot of cops for no reason. I'm just it's, it is what it is for no reason. Where where are you going? Somewhere else than other than one. Because <laughs> you been one, you feel like it's none of that nigga business. Because I, re- I really, really do. Because <laughs> you feel like the I'm fans already pissed that you can pull me over, anyways. Because I know some bullshit. You feel like the fans watching, <laughs> and it's like it's not even that. It's not even necessary. But bottom line, there should be no reason for us to be living like we're in a war zone with people that are supposed to be protecting our communities. I'm a taxpayer. You're a taxpayer. Billy's a taxpayer. Uh, Becky's a taxpayer. Why Why can't, if anything, why can't cops treat us equally? Like, come on, man. And growing up, black cops gave me the hardest time. Really? I swear to God, black cops gave me the hardest Man, black cops, it's almost like they feel like, it, it, this This is the theory amongst um, amongst the black community. Well, amongst people, period. They feel like a lot of people that get into the military or armed forces or shit like that, they, um, they have a tendency... To be people that are a product of maybe bullying, and they probably was punks when they was young, so they got a little bit bigger. They get in the police academy, and then they they get this. this now power. you missed the get bad. Now I'm just saying they have this bad. eat this. So really, what what it's all said and done, a lot of cops need to go through the psychological training to get their egos in check. I mean, all of them, and also a lot of these ex veterans that's getting on the force, that's having PTSD or whatever the fuck it is. That's that's that's. As soon as they, they come across somebody that reminds them of some shit they probably saw in a war zone and they're so timid, come on, man. This timid shit 
it, I understand self-preservation, mm-hmm. but when you're timid as shit, just be, why pull why pull over somebody if you're so fucking timid? You know what? Let let me go by. Let me go ninety down the street and, and leave me alone. Bro. If you if you scared, you so scared, just let me alone. Just leave me alone, man. Because if that's the case, then just wait till you see a seventy year old grandma going three miles over the speed limit to pull off. Fuck what up. That will make your day a lot safer and better and you get to go back home to your wife or your husband. I'm just saying though, if there is no reason for you to to apply to a police academy, graduate from the police academy, and be scared of a race, or even have racial biases, because I know good and goddamn well when you was in that police academy, you was you was shoulder to shoulder with black people, Asian people, uh, people of all colors, because of a, a, a fucking police forces like a damn rainbow. You got all colors. Absolutely. It ain't just a white police force. You got black chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. What is the deal? Why are y'all so scared when y'all are pulling over black people to the point where? You you have to have your hand on your gun, and that bitch is already unbuckled, ready to shoot somebody. Bro, come on, man. Alton Sterling, unnecessary. Um, Castile, unnecessary. All that shit was unnecessary when it when when it's when it's it's bottom line. It was what, what I don't understand about Alton Sterling is, you have one arm pinned with your knee, you have control of the other arm with your hand. Where in the fuck is he getting this gun from? That fucking pea shooter wasn't gonna do a damn thing. You got a bulletproof vest on. I, I didn't. I like. I didn't even see. Like you, I seen somebody. Somebody mentioned this and on, on Instagram. They like was like, now pay attention. He doesn't even have a free hand to pull a gun. No, he's so I was only- looking at that. Like, like, yep. Yeah, they have this arm pinned, and then they have his other arm, like in their hand. He couldn't move. Like he's not. Go- so he's got a gun. If he has a gun, what are you gonna do? Shoot it with his penis? <laughs> How is he gonna shoot this gun? Just uh, let me understand how. What is it? Is he? Does he have telekinesis? Is he Magneto? I, I don't. I don't. I'm just trying I don't to figure understand out. that. And and like maybe in the heat of the moment, they have another viewpoint from it. Maybe I don't know. I wasn't there. And what's the other dude's name? Is it Castile or Castle? I, I think it's Castillo. Okay, still okay. He, he's one in of, his one case. Of, I didn't even watch that one. I didn't want to watch uh, Alton. Going to rigor mortis the other day either. I asked, uh, that, that was, was accident. I, like, I, I, like, I didn't on? even want to see. Why that? do I want to see a snuff film in 2016? No, bro, I don't want to see this shit. You, ever, you grew up watching Faces of Death. I did see Faces of Death. I didn't like that shit growing up, bro, because that shit would keep me up all night. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not sleeping. Black people, brown people, white people, all people. You need to understand something. Watching movie violence is one thing, but when you see this violence that they're putting on Facebook Live, Instagram, Tumblr, wherever. When you're watching this and you're seeing these black people being killed and, and ruthlessly handled, you have to understand something. That shit is eventually going to become numb to you to the point where you're going to see it in person one day and you're just going to be like, oh, just another nigga getting killed. That you know what I'm saying? It, you don't believe that's going to happen, but you will become desensitized. And, I, and I'm telling you that because you have to realize something. Look at TV in a whole. If you look in, in from the early 90s when you had Family Matters, you had the Cosby Show, a lot of, especially a lot of our black women, they grew up watching those shows. So they understood the foundation of a home was man, woman, kids. You saw that on The Simpsons. You saw it on The Flintstones. You saw it on The Jetsons. Everything. You saw on everything. 
And then eventually, as time went on, some shows you 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 even saw interracial couples because they were letting you know eventually that that was okay. And there and it's it's you're 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 accepting that into your brain. You're accepting that into your mind, whether you want to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is what it is. And then it even comes to now. It's the subtle things. Now, when you see a Muslim on TV, damn near it's always being associated with with terrorism. When you see when you see Asians on TV, it's on some smart shit. You see uh when you see the gay black guy on TV, he's the more sharp and in tune one. You know what I'm saying? The more charismatic one. When you see uh uh, black women on black women on TV, uh, i.e. scandal. She's 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 trying to get to the top by sleeping with some man. Like all this shit. It, it, it in the nineties to me, it went from we want to enforce what is what is traditional, what is real. Now we're starting to get to the point where it's just extremely to me too real. It's yeah. like I understand that that gays exist, cheating exists, but they make this shit cool on TV. Uh, like power. I love the show Power. I don't let power get to me though. But the lifestyle them niggas live on there, if you soak that shit in enough, you start to think that shit is cool. And if, and if and any drug dealer you know, if you know a drug dealer, they're not living that lifestyle. Exactly. Them boys, they're they're not come on, man. You lifestyle. know what I'm saying? And it's just, I have to point out so much stuff that's going on on TV and the media, and it's just it's just pumping it into our brains. And that is also what has us so timid and acting unrealistic. Because, I mean, I go to work. I work on a lot of white people. I don't even feel any type of tension. You know why? White people don't watch that much TV. It's, it's very just true. the truth. It's very they don't true. watch that much TV. Some of them don't even know what the fuck is going on. Just, some of them don't know what's going on until they're, they're, they're not watching TV. They're not on social they're not, media. They're not sucked into it. They're they're outside and they're reading books. They're not. They're not. This is real. This and this is not. This is not. A, like, I'm telling you, I know. I I talk to white people on a daily basis, shoulder to shoulder with them, just like a police officer probably would be. And I'm telling you right now, I'll ask them certain shit about certain teeth. They're just like me. They're probably watching a certain show on Netflix, probably watching some Game of Thrones or some shit, or they're they're out actually and we talked about this last time. They're out actually enjoying fucking life. Mm-hmm. They're not sitting on their on their phones all day. The only time I'm on my phone really is when I'm at work. Because I'd be slow at work and I should be working, but don't that's about the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, this shit is Social media has always been entertaining to me. I don't look at social media for sources of information. I don't like the news. So when I see shit that's news related, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to see this shit. I man, how, I, how often does the news really talk about something good anyway? Exactly. So why would I want they, to They save you the last two minutes of the show. And then another Talk about this uh, this fireman saved this kitten from a tree. And, it, and then that's it. That's it. There's like there's nothing good on the news. And and that's what gets me about my grandma and other old people. Well, the news said this and the news said this. Like my grandma, she lives in the country. And when I say country, I just refer to small town America. But um she's like, Oh well they they, they killing people in Houston that right and left, right and left, you be careful, be careful. They killing people in the country too. But you don't see that because that's not on the news. Like you're you're you watch national news that's not on the local news and the town that she lives in she doesn't have any local news they have a little paper that comes out Tuesdays and Thursdays that nobody reads mm-hmm. so like <laughs> nobody nobody reads that trash ass paper <laughs> so, 
So it, it just boils down to like it, what's what you're exposed to, like what you see, and then if you don't see it, then it might as well not happen to you. That's, so that's like, crazy. so yeah. like when white people say, "Well, this Black Lives Matter stuff, it, it's 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 ludicrous, it's out of hand." Well, you don't see it. You're not exposed to it. You haven't been victimized for years. Of course, you haven't been. You're white. When I, <laughs> when I was in high school. Me and, me and, I worked at a grocery store. Me and my me and my high school sweetheart worked at a grocery store, and I would always take her home after work. And we'd, st- we'd stop at a local park, you know, hang out a little bit, make out a little bit, you know, doing what teenagers do. Mm-hmm. One evening, white cop pulls up pulls up on us, flash the lights, whatever. All right, cool. I know we're not doing nothing wrong. Well, we're not doing a lot of nothing wrong. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he comes up, hey, you mind stepping out the car? Sure, I'll step out the car. I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You you step back to the back of the vehicle. Yeah, I step back to the back of the vehicle. Put your hands on it. Hold on. Why am I putting my hands on the vehicle now? So my girlfriend she gets out the passenger side, and he's talking. She's trying to tell him, you know, we're not doing nothing. And he's there's a panic. He's like, no, ma'am, just stay over there. Don't move. I'm like what what the fuck is going on? So now he's pat, patting me down. And he's got his flashlight trying to shine all in my car and shit. Well, what were you guys back here doing? You guys doing drugs or something like that? This was a white cop? White cop. You guys doing drugs or something like that? No. I work at, we got on these grocery store-ass T-shirts. We're not doing any drugs. <laughs> as, as, as you can see, she's putting her shirt on. Like, there, there was, you There's know. Clearly some activity clearly going some on. Clearly some activity going on. Oh, well, you know this is private property. No, it's not. This is a public park. We're wow. parked in the parking lot of a public park. This isn't private property. Damn. Well, well, you can't be in the in the park after night. It's it's not, like, what else, sir? What it's, else? It's, it's not posted. Like, like we can do this all day until I piss you off, and then it's just like, all right, cool, whatever. So you, know, you experience we'll, some of that. We'll move around. Black privilege. I, I've, I've experienced some of that. I mean, name a black person that has. It. Oh shit! I, he had to be. He probably looked like Jesse Williams. <sighs> He, ain't look, he don't look like me. He don't look like me. You know what I'm he, saying? He's not, he's not paper sack brown. <laughs> I can take that much. And once again, like I was saying earlier, with the Black Lives Matter thing, I think it's just the wording of Black Lives Matter. It's It started from a hashtag. Yeah. You know, and it's just somebody just saying Black Lives Matter. They say, you know what? Let's make this a movement. To me, I never was a fan of the name Black Lives Matter. Which it's not. I, I understand what they fight for. I just think it's too easy for some dumbass to say all lives matter. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Fuck that black lives I, matter. But if all I say lives matter. if I say if I say black power, black panther party, what you gonna say? White panther, white panther party. <laughs> I'm just saying though, you we, you made black lives you made black lives matter a thing, but all people all dumbass people here is black lives matter. It's only. It's, it's like it's like when people say let's save the rainforest. That doesn't mean fuck the rest of the trees. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, we need to take care of the rainforest too. Like, that's, that's, that's all it is. Like I said, an, I thought it, it was a dude, it was a chick she posted, uh, yeah, it's like if I go to the doctor and I had, you know, I, I broke, I got a broken bone and the doctor's like, well, well all bones matter. It's like, I ain't worried about all those bones. This <laughs> Let's worry about this broken one right here. Let's get this one it's fixed. It's just common sense. But at the end of the day, you see how easy it is to argue that though? Yeah. When if I just easy. walk into that bitch and say, hey, Black Panthers, Black Power. Yeah. It is what it is. It's what you're going to say. It's Black Power. If somebody say white power, you get shot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but real talk. Yeah, like, yeah, that's how you. That's how you feel. It's like easily argued. If somebody walks in and they say white power, I'm gonna feel uncomfortable. 
I'm, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Understandable. That's that's the same way they feel about Black Lives Matter. Exactly. If they sitting there like, well, shit. And I respect all those white people out there that that was in uh, Discovery Green downtown Houston, and they they was marching with the blacks. And I'm just like, I, I respect that, but I, I really I really wonder how they feel when they get home. We're like, well, shit. You know, it, it sucks that my I gotta I gotta sit there and tell these blue lives that Black Lives Matter. Like my life is not more important. Than this black life, but it, when it's all said and done, if you ask a white person like, "Hey, how would you feel to be a black person for a day?" You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you, they're gonna be like, "You know what? I'm good being white." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they know, they know the they, they 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 try to act like they don't know, but most Caucasian people they they kind of they know that it's it's kind of an automatic luxury they have for being white. It's mm-hmm. it's just there, and if they don't know it, that just goes to show how 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 easy it is to be white. It's it, too comfortable. Even even worse than that, that's like like somebody that's white trying to tell me as a black man that my struggle isn't what it is. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's like it's like well, you're not you're not you're not in the projects. You, because you don't they, go through that struggle. They, they, they think that's all. The that's all. That's all it is. It's, it's it's either you from the hood, you from the projects, and you didn't make it. Okay, those people do exist, but guess what? I've I've I've, I've leaped that hurdle. Mm-hmm. I did make it, but guess what? I'm still a nigga. I'm still black. At the, at the end of the day, yes, I made it, but I can go to Livingston, Texas. I can go to projects. They ain't gonna say, oh, that's Maureen's grandson. I'm still gonna be known there. Yes, I'm still, you still there. Are who you I'm are. still there. And 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 once again, they'll never understand our struggle because. Yes, they are good enough to look at us as equal, but at the same time, you're looking at us as equal, but you got to realize there are people that are above you that don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, your ancestors didn't see it that way. You know the reality of America. I mean, people act like it was 700 years ago. My nigga, it's people that are still alive right now that have hate in their blood for us that was that they probably grew up. On a, on a plantation that had slaves, they're still alive right now. And the, it's and, not that long ago. And to take it a step further, like I don't know, I, I don't know the struggle of an immigrant into this country. Of course not. Like I, I don't know that struggle. Like and there's there's no amount of sitting down and and somebody that that came from another country and tried to build a life here from scratch that they can tell me that's gonna that's gonna put enough knowledge in my in my mind for me to feel the pain that they, they go through, the struggle that they go through on a daily basis when it's what they type don't of immigrants have, they don't, I mean my mama was an immigrant. Oh I'm I'm talking as far as immigrants that come in and, and like in, in two thousand fifteen you come in, you, you don't have you have this work visa or you have some kind of unofficial documentation and you're you're just trying to those immigrants that Donald Trump trying to keep out, the yeah. ones that's just coming over here to try to make a better life for yeah, their family. Oh, <laughs> she came with a work visa. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, I got what you're saying. Like, I can't. Like, I would never understand the struggle your mom went through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to make it in America, and, and, I, and that's, that's 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 true because like I never took that for granted. You know what I'm saying? I was, I mean, I'm American born, but when she came here on her work visa, it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was the '70s, but it was the '70s. It was the '70s. So it, was a, yeah. it was a problem in the '70s. So just imagine being a Nigerian woman coming in in the 70s into America dealing with the racism it's like damn like what the fuck like y'all black people ain't got it you know she she really I've heard my mama say many times she's like it was crazy how 
black people treated her. It was like, right. I've, I've heard that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. black people treated her like the white people did when she first got here. Right. I've and heard she that would be before. looking at the black people being treated a certain way by the white people. She was like, you just, you say skin color as me. Why you treat me like that? Mm-hmm. And just because I'm a shade darker exactly, or whatever. And that's why I was telling you about Jesse. That's why I was like, you know, you got to kind of understand where a darker skinned brother is coming from because in especially like in the nineties and in the early two thousands, it was, it wasn't cool to be dark skin. It just wasn't. What if Morris Chestnut gave Jesse's speech? It, it, it they wouldn't. I don't. I don't think they would. It, it wouldn't have made it outside of BET. Nah, man, I, I really don't think so. Don't I, think I, I would like to believe it would have, but I really don't think if Idris, Morris, David Banner, because David Banner did a killer ass speech on Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. that it's super slept on. It's super slept on. That shit was like two years ago, and I'm like. What the fuck? Like it didn't it didn't go viral as fast as Jesse's did. And there's no like I said, I have no hate for Jesse, but in a black community, when you are that shade, man, you have it so much easier, bro. It's like to to the black community, you are the best of both worlds. It's like time out. What's so great about their world? Mm-hmm. Oh, you just know that they have it easier. Yeah. That's all. So it's like that's the house Negro. Yeah. <laughs> the house Negro. You know, and then I mean I could go on that for days, but it's the reality of black America. It's our one, it's our culture to not like cops. It's our it's all it's our it's our it's in our culture to have that crab in the bucket mentality. And for and 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 for us to be better, we need to we need to have cops in our community that are from our community. I think that's that's what's really gonna gonna make a difference is that when we stop this this stigma that all cops are bad, because all cops aren't bad. How come? How come? Ain't no black cops go out there killing white white people when they put them over? I bet they are. I bet they are. But where though? They're not telling. The media's not telling us about that. Man, I, I think I think because it's, because because they know, hey, white people aren't watching the news. So if they say black cop kills white innocent guy, whatever, you know, white people aren't watching the news, and they're not gonna they're not gonna be as outraged as we are. And B. If that nigga kill a white man for no goddamn reason, he gonna be dead. That's what. That's why I don't think it happens. That's why I don't think it happens. One, I don't think it's a lot of black people out there. If if I'm black and I'm wearing a badge and I pull over a white dude, I ain't scared of that white dude. No, you know what I'm saying. So it's that's the thing. But then you reverse it. You white, then you and you got a black dude in the car. That white dude scared of that black dude. But I got the gun. But at the same time, that black cop should probably be afraid of that white dude because that white dude is gonna be pretty bold. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna be oh, well, we know their privilege. Yeah, true, true. Not saying not saying that all black people are just gonna cooperate. Of course not. Like that, but, but I, I, I think see, more white people are gonna be pretty bold and gonna stand up to that officer because hell, they, they stand up. Before? They stand up to white officers, <laughs> and it's kind of like it's kind of like what are you doing talking to this cop like this? <laughs> I said, I actually I've seen that shit before. I ain't gonna lie, it's it's pretty funny because it's it's the entitlement, dog. It's the entitlement, boy. I, I think I think maybe in some of these cases, uh, some of these black dudes felt entitled too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I ain't never felt entitled with shit in this country. That's just it, it is what it is. You know. Hey, don't don't owe me shit. They really don't. But um, like I said, Black Lives Matter is is so easy. It's so, it's it's easy to argue. It's very very easy to argue. It's just as easy to argue as uh, Kevin Durant being a pussy for going to Golden State. <laughs> That shit hilarious to me. And, and I'll be just be real with you. I ain't gonna stay on this subject much longer. But at the end of the day, I ain't got a problem with the man going to go to state. Cause I told you before, it's a soft league. 
Hey, it's a soft lead. Hey, if you got to get you a ring, man, get that's your ring, That's all it's about man. now. Hey, that's, get, you, get you a ring and get you a check. And, and get out of my face, man. Hey, that's it. That's it. Hey, watch that loyalty organization when your, your organization don't want to give you 10 more million. They don't, man, listen, that was listen, horrible. They don't want to give you 10 more million. That's a lot of money, by the way, not scraps. Ten more, they don't want to give you 10 more million. But think about this. One, you got one nigga that's probably not even going to play next year because he's on the verge of... Of, of life ending whatever. And you're gonna have to use that insurance. And you got the huh? other dude that went from making over two million right. to one hundred twenty three. Wait, like no, that. no, he wasn't even making two he million. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah, my, but think about this, my nigga, you making you was making eight hundred thousand last year. You making a hundred. You making twenty three million a year now. You can't you can't shave off some of that for 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 a hall of famer the, to, the, to the keep problem, me around. The problem I have, I, I'm, I've been a huge Wade fan. The problem I have is Wade has never made the most money on his team. And this, he leads the franchise in points, assists, 13 years, steals, wins. Like, this is your franchise leader. And you're not going to give him that respect? And it really, to me, it wasn't even on Pat Riley. It was like, I'm going to make sure I keep these guys here. And to me, why didn't any of them dudes take the J.J. Watt route? Because J.J. Watt... Adjusted his contract so the Texas can have more money to pay other people. That's neither what, what Dirk has been doing for years. Neither one of these niggas was 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 real enough to say, you know what, you a future Hall of Famer for thirteen years. You done put in work. I'm gonna adjust my contract. He gonna adjust his contract. We are gonna make sure you get the extra ten. Neither one of them did that. Man, I got I lost all respect for Bosh, and I look at Whiteside like a dude. You you ungrateful, bro. You went from you. Do you're making two hundred percent more than what you were making last year? Are you kidding me? Anyways, well, these, like that's I said, these niggas saw. That's another. These niggas saw. You said something earlier about like nice guys finishing last. You got to hit me up on that. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, I'm gonna just it's, jump right to it. By the way, it's it's, it's the typical it's the typical story. You know, the the nice guy. Well, actually, for the younger people, that's you know when you're in. I guess high school or whatever. I haven't been in high school in many a year, so I don't know what it's like now. No. But you know how how you're always attracted to the bad boy. You're attracted to the edgy guy. You know the guy that has a little more mystique to him, and the 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 mild mannered, cautious, you know more tame of a guy is the guy that's often overlooked. Why do you believe that so? I guess that's a, probably a question we should have had for. When we had a woman co-host or female co-host, but since we don't, we're just gonna have to tackle it ourselves. Oh, okay, like, like I said, I mean, I, I was I was wondering if it was that uh, you had a hypothetical. But I, I, I didn't I didn't really have a hypothetical. I've I've just been noticing it um kind of kind of socially. Like I told you, I ventured into I ventured into Facebook. Mm-hmm. I went past the pictures of my niece and nephew and just started reading timelines. So and you said and stuff. in the past, I guess, few weeks, you've noticed that the more clean cut, well, you know, mild mannered, chill dude. Is getting stepped over for for who? Still, still, still to this day for for the 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 the, the flashy, more kind of guy that lives like an, a more edgier lifestyle. Whether it, it might be your dope peddler versus your regular nine to five guy, or regular or it's, it's your aspiring rapper or something like mm-hmm. anything that they feel they can attach themselves to that's gonna up their social status as opposed to somebody that's gonna better them in the long term. You think all races do that? You think all races of women do that? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 
I don't think all racist women. Do I don't think all racist women do that. I don't think all women do that. And, and I'm just gonna just just get to. The, I think I think, and I don't. I don't get, care. I don't get, care if I get, get criticized. The, get to the meat and potatoes. I don't care if like, I get criticized. Like, like old people say. I, I really believe that once again, it's, it's programming. I think if you catch a black woman, more than likely you'll catch a black woman doing that before you catch a white woman doing that. Because I think black women over. I time, think you catch black and Hispanic women. Maybe, maybe. I think over time it's getting to the point where their market, they feel like they have to date down. They have to kind of, they have to kind of settle and, and get that lower, um, how do I say that lower branch of a, of a man, the, the man that's lower on the branch because of what's out there. So like, it want, it's kind of like what we were talking about off air a long time ago. Like this, 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 this chick, she may be a, a, a doctor. More than likely, if she if she's a doctor, she comes from a certain background, a certain class. So it's a good chance she ain't finna, you know, stoop down to the level of dealing with a drug peddler. Now let's just say she's like a a public servant, uh, a a police officer, a probation officer, a teacher. She's gonna she's gonna you know maybe make it fifty sixty thousand. So she's kind of working class. Mm -hmm. She's she's not necessarily middle class, so she's working class. So. If she comes from not a not so prestigious background, she grew up around that kind of shit, dope peddlers, you know, uh, aspiring rappers or whatever. It's gonna be more likely for her to be like, you know, I, I could I could kind of, you know, date down to that because that's what I grew up around. But then also I've seen it on TV that it's kind of cool for me to have that on my side. Like I'm this. Uh, <laughs> I used to always see like. The uh, the registered nurse with the, the registered nurse with his doughboy like that that was like the trend in our community for a while. Yeah, people laugh at it, but it's the reality because, like I said, if you're dealing with a female that's a doctor or a lawyer, it's a good chance she comes from a, a certain background. So she ain't finna fuck with no doughboys. No, she it's a good chance she's not because her parents didn't allow her to be exposed to that. So. If, but but if you get your public servant, your your kind of average, you know, white collar worker, she probably came from a of a of a, of a from a working class background. And, and what do you have in those in those I guess those neighborhoods? You got I guess you can say regular niggas. Yeah, you don't you don't see there are no drug dealers in that in that it's, neighborhood. It's, it's really not. You get you get the Steph Curry's. Exactly. So you get the Steph Curry's. I think I think it's just a it's a, it's a it's a matter of what hand you were dealt. I don't think women I don't think black women do it because it's it's necessarily cool, but it's just it's what they see and it's acceptable. So why not? So I so is it more is it is it a sense of like it's more common that you see the bad boys and that's why you don't recognize or or validify yourself being with this nice guy because he's he's kind of an anomaly. In your in your community in your social environment, exactly. You're not used to it. You're it may it may it. be intimidating. Like you you know where we come from a place where you if you use a big word, you're like, hey, why are you using big words? Like that that's black culture. Why are you using big words? Uh, why, why you uh why you read? You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like well, I've heard people say, why you want to go to college? Wow, that's 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 black culture, bro. Or uh. You know, why? it was a long time when people were saying, why your clothes so tight? But then guess what? Everybody's close tight. You know, everybody's close tight now. It's, it's, we live in a judgmental society when things don't fit the mold that, we're, that we grew up being used to. So it's, 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 kind, of, it's, it's kind of a catch-22. But I think black women nowadays are, are, you know, I can't say all of them, but they're starting to see that other side. That You know what? I don't got to have, you know, a, a hood nigga. You know what I'm saying? I can get me a, a laid back dude that 
and probably works with oil and gas or whatever. Because at the end of the day, that's only going to better me. And I, I'm, 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 I'm preaching that all the time. I hit the words of advice right now. If you're dealing with somebody that doesn't better you, then what are you doing? What are you doing? I, I ask people that question all the time. It's like, what am I doing? Like, why am I wasting my time dealing with somebody that doesn't make me feel better? They're not bettering me, and it's it, it's it's we we kind of feel like we're, what, what are we doing? Like, I'm not bettering you, or or if I am, I I, don't, I can't tell. Yeah. But what people are doing nowadays is, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, we're together. We look cute together. That's that social media. It's like, oh, we look cute together. We can show off for all these people, but. Oh no! It's just it's just a it's just a it's nice it's a nice gift wrap on on, on some boo boo. And and, and at the end of the day, you you don't have to show it to prove it. Oh man, people got to show it to prove it all the time. Now you see that you see that dude sitting on that uh, little patch of sand in, in the middle. Oh of the park, yeah, and he like he out you know, having a nice day on the beach. You ain't even on no beach. You ain't on no beach. Front, front. Ain't no future in your front. Ain't no future there. But people live for it nowadays. People going broke. Off of just fronting nowadays, and that's all demographic. Ain't just black people; it's everybody. Everybody got to be that that female or or that nigga. You know, it's, it's everybody has that mentality nowadays. And once you you know circumvent that, you you'll be good. I mean, I feel like that's what makes me the most happy. Is I don't give a damn about impressing anybody anymore. I don't care if I'm not impressing myself. Or my child, who cares? I, th- I think that's when you you really become one with yourself and become one with your life. When it's not about what the public um, sees you as, it's about what you see yourself as. And when you look yourself in the mirror and you're okay with that person that you see every morning, that you see every night, then that's when you that's when you've really kind of come full circle. Yeah. When it's not about, well, well, you know, oh, they got a new Cadillac, so let me get out here and see what I can get. God, man, you know. I'll tell you right now, one of my what, dopest. What J. Cole say, love yours? Like, oh, hell yeah, 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 yeah. I think one of my dopest experiences in life was uh, going somewhere. One, one day I was I went, I woke up. I knew I was going out that night. I hit the mall. I spent like $120, $150 or some, some random shit to wear that night. So I'm like, shit, you know, when I go out tonight. I'm only probably going to spend like 20 30 because I didn't damn blue. I blew, I blew, I blew, I blew my money on, blew on the money fit. The fit fresh, though. It's fresh to the fish, though. <laughs> Even though I'm probably going to get out and I'm not going to get no type of action. But guess what? I'm fresh to the motherfucker, though. So and I'm out. You know, I'm enjoying myself. And, you know, this old school walk up in that mud. I'm talking about this nigga. You talking about like he had the Steph Curry, like his shoes. He had the Steph Curry's on. <laughs> <laughs> the Chef Curry tools. <laughs> that Cookouts. Nigga, that dude, he was chilling, looking like Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. <laughs> and they're having a good time. Messing with all the females. I'm just like, bro, he probably spent $11 on the outfit. He and, probably just went to the closet and grabbed that. More fun than I did. And I'm, I'm, Three four hundred dollar outfit or some shit, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like really? And I was like, that moment right there made me realize, well, what I'm doing all this extra shit for? Why I'm being so extra? And I see that a lot with our people. Why we be? Why we be being so extra? Uh, it's unnecessary, man. I, I think the 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 best thing that you can do is is have fun with a little. That way, when you get a lot, you can have so much fun. Yeah. But if you learn to have fun with just a little, it, 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 what what can you go wrong? Man, cause like what to say, being broke, being broke was better. When you was Man. broke, you ain't have no worries. You knew you were broke, so you just embraced it. 
and you, you start, still had fun. You start getting money. You have to start thinking, and you overthink, and and you still had fun. Still had fun. <laughs> Bottom line, like I, I don't know anymore. I don't, I don't know what these. Either way, though that that was a that was a inspiring moment for me, and I, I think a lot of people need to understand. I mean, I know it's harder for women to just be like. I'm gonna just go get my all my clothes from Marshalls or Target or whatever, and I'm gonna. Go, I understand that that y'all kind of be stunting on each other. Women, mm-hmm. women like to stunt on each other. Because you damn sure ain't coming in there with that with the outfit trying to. I mean, really, I'm just I'm looking at your shape. I'm looking. I mean, that's it sounds shallow, but I'm looking at your shape. I'm looking at your smile. Yeah, I'm looking at your hair. I might peep your nails a little bit, but all in all. If if you're dressed well, that's all that matters. I'm not gonna be like, oh girl, where you get that outfit from? Oh, them, oh, them lunatics. I don't give a damn about that shit. Come on, man. Like, I'm just. I'm I might just be making small talk. Yeah, I just want. If you look good, and then when I talk to you, you carry a good conversation. I mean, that's good. I mean, for the for the for the moment, that's all that matters. I'm not worried about all the other shit. But clearly, girls be stunting on each other because we don't know half the shit they be rocking. I don't even know what's what's in style for women right now. I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't care either. <laughs> Just look good. <laughs> but uh, I uh, I, I wanted to uh, touch on that um that that Bootsy for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could drop that clip, that Bootsy clip. Last year you were on Instagram. You said, "So I've come home every time I turn on the TV, some gay shit. I try to watch Love and Hip Hop, gay shit. Try to watch Empire, gay shit. Watching on a cartoon, doing gay shit. A fucking cartoon. Kids watch TV. What's your take on that these days?" They're trying to make all everybody fucking gay. That's what I think. They're 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 putting it on our culture. They're putting it on. They're putting it everywhere. Gay gay stuff is everywhere, you know. And I think they're they're just trying to do it to make a monetary gain. You know, they're not doing it for the gays. They're not really fans of the gays. They're doing it for monetary gain, man. They're trying to make money off these people, man. You know, you got cartoons that are they have gays. On cartoons, like these are kids. Let kids make their own decision if they want to go that way. You know, six and seven year olds, five year olds shouldn't be turned on to gay cartoons when their mind not even developed yet. You know, what if they like how that cartoon talk? What now? You you you're forcing them to be gay. You know, every 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 TV show is gays. They're kissing each other. Like it's it's out of hand, man. And people. I got backlash from that from the gays, but you know, I speak my mind. Like everywhere you go, they're they're forcing this gay stuff on. It wasn't like that when I was coming up. The Ninja Turtles wasn't kissing. To me, the the booty clip, obviously, when he came out, he didn't realize, and this goes back to just TV, talking about TV programming. He talks about how he doesn't understand why they're pushing the gays like you see you hear he keeps saying um it's all about monetary gain monetary gain and we've said this before we have no problem with gay people none none whatsoever i really and i'm not gonna stay on this subject long but if you're gay and you're out there listening i want you to one i want you to think back to when you first figured out you were gay two i want you to ask yourself did you have a choice or not to be to be gay or not? Also, I want you to ask yourself that if if you were watching a TV show, do you that that was kind of promoting homosexuality or 
or lesbian activity do you think that's appropriate for somebody under the age of five to watch? You know, and and also, I mean, did you see things like that when you were at the age of five or six? You mm-hmm. may not remember, but I mean, do you think it's necessary? Do you think the promotion of this lifestyle that they're promoting on TV is necessary? And if so, why? Because I don't, I still, I don't have the answer. I don't, I don't, I don't either. Especially, and then if you take it, like you said, from the standpoint of of children that are five and 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 younger, it's like all the cartoons I remember from five and younger. Everybody, that was there was no mention of of, of any kind it. of sexual or yeah. anything at all. So the crazy. I mean, I was watching Beavis and Butthead when I was like eleven, and they was trying to score all the time. That I mean, I guess that promoted uh, you know promiscuity, but at the end of the day, it was funny. That's. That's what you knew dudes did. Yeah. It's kind of obvious. When I was watching, coming up watching American Pie or half the stuff I was watching, it was dudes trying to get a girl. I never was watching movies about dudes trying to get dudes. Yeah, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't I didn't see a bunch of lesbian activity going on, you know. And when I saw anything like that, it probably was after midnight when Girls Going Wild, a 30-second Girls Going Wild commercial came on. Right. I'm just saying, like, and, and also... I was also looking at, uh, remember when Chappelle had finally came out of hiding and he was on Oprah and he was talking about how, um, I think it was, I think it was Blue Chip. It was one of the movies that he was on. They was trying to get him to wear a wig and a dress. And he was like, dude, like, why do you want me to wear a wig and a dress? What is so important about you getting this black man to wear a wig and a dress? And once again, I have nothing wrong. I, I, I can't, I'm not going to bash homosexuality, but at the end of the day, I respect the man that says, you know what? I'm going to get paid regardless. Yeah. So why you, you're, you need me more than I need yeah, you. Yeah, so this why point. do I need to devalue myself? Because, yes, I'm devaluing myself by personally, you know, act, dressing like a woman and acting like a woman. Why am I doing it? If you want somebody in a dress and long hair to come out here, go get a woman. I mean, if this scene is so important for you to have that type of character, it, go get a woman. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop trying to give. Women, women roles to men. Like, it's crazy to me. Like, I'm watching some of these movies nowadays that a woman should be playing the role and it's a man. That's weird to me. And, and, and the other way around, like, why is that necessary? Why are we trying so hard to show that oh, women can do what men can do, a uh, man can do what women do? No, I can't push out a baby. I, I can't do what a woman I can can't. do. I no. can't. Let's just be honest. And most men, most women ain't trying to get under the hood of a car. Some men can't even do it. So, what is this? Like, let me tell you something. If you gave me the the will and the strength to play tennis like Serena Williams, I'd take that any day. Any any day. Any day. I was I watching run the other day. I was like, why can't I play like that? And then you, you, I was you see, play you basketball see a, like that. You see her arm flex like that? I need, I need to take my lazy ass to the gym. Man, she she if if that is playing like a woman, I play like a woman any day. Any day. I just don't get society, and I don't. I, I, when I see Serena, I don't think, oh, she's gay. It's it's not necessary for her to be. I don't. Gay. I don't think, oh, she's gay. I don't think she's good for a woman or anything. Yeah, like that. I just think she's a be- she's, she's a, a beautiful woman, athlete, and she's period. a top athlete. That's period. all. Like there's 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 no no sense in that that further division. Even with like like just to go back to Black Lives Matter, that's a further division. Just say lives matter. Uh, really, lives matter. You you should protest. If you, you protest everything, 
Honestly, you because well, you want you want white people to come out there with you too and That's yell you Black want. Lives Matter, but at the end of the day, because you, it does it doesn't it doesn't have an effect until it crosses that line. Yeah, it really does. To doesn't. where it's it's universal, where you you're you have you have black people and white people marching together, and then you have cops marching too. It's like, oh yeah, what they did was wrong. Yeah, like yeah. there's nothing because in that's our what matters. That's that what said matters. That, that is how how that should have went down. What matters, what matters is y'all need to stop killing these black people, straight up. Well, they, they, it should, the group should be stop killing black people. That's what yeah, the group should yeah, be. Stop, killing, hey, stop black killing black people, man. Hey, this is the stop yeah. killing black people movement. And then, what's the name and, of, and what's then the name of uh, Snoop Dogg in that movement? I don't know. I just, it's H U N T. I knew that. Um, hunt, hunt us, not. I forget. I, I forget what it was. I seen it earlier. But that to me, that that one even sounds like. And I think they did that purposely because they're like, you know what? That Black Lives Matter should get a lot of backlash. Yeah. And 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 you know, you seen that thing I sent you today where they're trying to make it. Uh, they're trying to classify BLM as a terrorist group. Yeah, I see and, that. And if you do, if you do, if you look at the definition of a terrorist group, they kind of kind of fit the mold. And it's it's sad to say. Yeah. You know, so they got they got to start they got to start moving in a smart in a smarter fashion. Cause I mean, Black Panthers eventually were were they don't get me wrong they were eventually looked at as a terrorist group but they were like a militia anyway they came out there with the, with the Berets they all black they was walking around with AKs ARs and bats hey it's whatever and the and the thing about that is it's like you're not helping yourself when you're out there looting and you're shooting and you're you're robbing people. It's like that's that's not that's not helping. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Let me go steal some shit. <laughs> that, that doesn't help at all. Like it just it's just like okay, here are the vigilantes that we thought they were. Honestly, that's yeah. It's it's a it's a lose lose. Being real, it's really a lose lose that we are in as black people. But don't give up. I ain't saying give up, but it's everything. It's a chess game. You gotta, you gotta eventually be strategic with how you move, and just can't just go crazy and start. Why are you shooting people in Dallas? What them niggas in Dallas do, bro? Nothing. There ain't nothing, nothing happened in Dallas, man. Nothing happened in Dallas. Last thing that happened in Dallas ain't had nothing to do with a dude in Minnesota getting shot or a dude in Baton Rouge getting shot. Nothing at all. Why are you not going to uh, throw Molotovs at, at the dude house at the dude houses that killed Alton Sterling? Yeah, because you're scared. That's what it is. You you come you, you come to are gonna attack some innocent <laughs> people. I'm laughing because I remember I seen this one dude that nigga. He, I guess he got into a fight with somebody, and there was somebody else standing right there that was weaker. So he got he started beating up on him. <laughs> like why is you beating up on that dude when you just got your ass beat up by Debo? Like right. You you going you going to go pick on these people and they 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 he innocent. You doing exactly what they doing. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! These you can't you can't let anger just take over you like that and just do dumb shit. It don't make no sense. None at all. Now you got now you got a bunch of black people out here. They scared for their lives. They're like, damn, we we can't lay down. We can't ride down the street down. I'm scared them to get shot by a cop. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like I'm associated with your little stupid yeah, ass. Yeah, because you black. Little stupid ass boy. <laughs> Golly, man. I, I don't understand people. But then you got the conspiracy theorists, you know, coming up with all these sh- these things. It's, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they want to impose martial law. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if these people are under some type of mind control. And I, I just don't know. Certain things have happened. Because if I'm in my, if I got, I got a job, my bills getting paid. I'm cool, man. Leave me alone. That's just, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Leave me alone. I'm got time for the foolishness, man. I'm not finna go out there 
and, and get on the roof and start sniping people. Nah, I, I ain't got that kind of time. And like, like I said today, you know, history repeats itself. See, a lot of people, like I, I told you, I, I used to look at serial killers and be like, why do they do the things they do? But um, Mark Essex, he, he uh, the Howard Johnson sniper, his his reaction is the same as what's going on today in 1972 in New Orleans after he, he I guess, went AWOL from the Navy because he was he he was in the Navy and he was trying to be a dentist. But it's, it's the 70s, like I was saying earlier. So when he was in the Navy trying to become a dentist, he was getting a lot of racial backlash. And, like, they kept, they was harassing him, like, you know, you a nigga, you ain't never going to be a dentist and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so basically, you know, he was like, you know, fuck this shit. He went AWOL. Went to New York for a little while, joined the Black Panther movement, and then shit, a couple months down the line, the nigga pop up in New Orleans, and he take it upon himself to, to, to get justice. Mm-hmm. And along the line, yeah, he killed a few white and Hispanic cops or whatever, I believe, but he also killed a black one. But at the end of the day, he was letting motherfuckers know that, you know, you finna treat us like shit, you finna get gunned down. And that's, and that's, and obviously, you're dealing with a, with a psychopath, but you gotta realize that it's a trickle effect sometimes because you 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 treat one person like crap and then they react in a dumbass way. Then it's just it's just a trickle effect. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't know how how sharp the dude was, but a lot of people said that he was a pretty cool, calm, and collected dude. He was in the navy, and then one day he just snapped. And like you know, they're trying to say that he probably was under some type of mind control. And they said, uh, I think he wrote a book or he had wrote some type of manifesto. And it said that he was possessed by some, by some, by some spirit or whatever. But shit always get, it, it, like I said, it's just, it's a conspiracy world. People still don't know what happened to JFK. No, it, that's the world we live in. Shit happens, and people act irrational. And all you can do is sit there and be like, "Man, what's going on?" But your irrational, your irrational, impulsive movements affect so many other people around you that are innocent, have nothing to do with the shit. I'm just. You got people in them Dallas police officers lost their lives for what? And like you said, I mean, who, who's, whose life matters? Everybody's fucking life matters. Everybody's life matters. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. And, it, and it, it, really, I, I used to have a big issue, a big problem with camera phones, but the motherfuckers help. Yeah. Them, them help. They help. Because we would never know about Altus Thurden. But... Is knowing about Alter Sterling in the fashion that we learn about it is it necessary? Uh, I didn't want to see that shit. I didn't. I didn't want to either. That 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 wasn't. mm. But like I said, eventually Apple is gonna have. They are working on the way to where a person could have like that old Tony Stark type device to where you pull out your phone, he gonna press a button, it's gonna dismantle your camera. (laughs) Everything shuts down. Everything shuts down. So when that shit starts happening, when Apple makes that technology available to police officers and shit, body cameras ain't even gonna matter no more. Because you can pull out your camera all you want, and they can falsify their shit all day. So they just go, bloop, bloop. Your camera ain't going to work, and it's going to be still killing niggas. And still killing white people. And still killing Hispanic people. Still killing Asian. Just, still killing people that are in a situation that they they probably could have avoided. Mm-hmm. But shit happens. Any final thoughts on this at all? Nah, man, it's, I, like it was funny at first when I was when we like before this shit the episode before this week even started I was like man yeah, yeah we just have an episode where we ain't gotta talk about blacks and whites I just wanted to have a fun episode and, and we talk talking about, about some nonsense yeah 
I did not want to talk about nothing serious. And I'm, I'm hoping that we get that moment to where it doesn't have to be black versus white. It could just be nonsense. Just an episode about some whatever. ridiculousness. We want to we want to give y'all some ridiculousness. We don't want to sit here like newscasters and talk about some shit that that's shouldn't be happening. Shouldn't be happening. No. Got Jay Z out here making songs and shit about. Did you hear that shit? I heard, I listened to it. it so it's is it the beat to it and everything. I lost. I read it. I, 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 I listened to the beat to it and everything. It was straight. <sighs> it was months. He wrote it for Mike Brown, so that was two years ago. So he probably. It's it's kind of it's kind of. Like, it actually sounds newer because it's kind of like Jay-Z's new thing where he's really not rapping on the beat. He's just kind of saying what he has to say talking anyways. Shit, talking shit. Yeah, basically. So, I, I mean, it was all right. You know, I got I got to listen to it a couple more times through. What is it called? Uh, spiritual. Okay. Okay. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Well, before we get into words of advice, I'm going to shout out, you know, some people that uh, reposted to spread the word. Uh, to spread the word. little message that's on the Instagram. Uh, Ladybugs 2.0. And also... Love tastes like vodka on Tumblr. She reposted it, so that was yeah, that's a that's a dope uh, screen name. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, and everybody out there that's just that's just you know liking shit, viewing shit, and 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 leaving comments. It, it, y'all, you're here. I have no problem. You ain't give up on us yet. <laughs> listening, and even got even got some new followers. But we'll we'll shout them out when they start putting in some work. <laughs> but uh. Words of advice? I'll let you go first. Man, Since I, I messed up the intro. I, I, have, I have no words of advice. Um, I just want to say that my prayers are with um, Alton Sterling. Um, was it Philando Castillo? Mm-hmm. With the police officers in Dallas. With any other victim out there that, um, that's been a victim of injustice. Whether that's black, that's white, that's Asian, that's Korean, that's... Native American, anybody like that, you know, that's what that's what I feel that we need right now is we need prayer and we need understanding and we need some patience and we need to come together. We need to stop dividing and we just need to be one. Yeah, true. I mean, I still think about the fact that there's so many damn names. So but, many uh, names. But uh, all in all, uh, I respect a lot of these celebrities are stepping up and speaking now. I ain't going to say it's too late, but at the same time, I mean, half the motherfuckers don't even know what to do. So Chris Brown, Carmelo Anthony, I talk shit about Drake not speaking up before, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, what does it even matter? He can't do shit for me. He, <laughs> he, he really can't. I mean, they they gonna speak up, and they, and they, as they speaking up, let's just be real. They just they kind of just want the attention, and then they're hoping that you know that it kind of turns into money, you know, uh, something, something. And so I'm not gonna say it's not genuine, but it's end of the day, it's all business. Uh, but it's cool, and uh, even on that note, don't forget to uh, to, to eat your water. It's, it's hot to the bitch out there, especially in Houston. We talking about heat index, 122. Nah, I'm playing. It, <laughs> it, it, it might as well be. It, it might like as well it, be. It feel like it. But yeah, man, eat, eat your water, man. Don't forget watermelon, grapefruit, you know, cucumbers. It's, it's, it's different ways to stay hydrated. And, I mean, and... I'm not trying to sound like a personal trainer or a doctor or anything. Heat stress, I've been through that shit before, you know, passing out from dehydration. Cats want to sit around the pool while it's hot as fuck, drinking beers and shit. And just boil. don't forget water. Do not forget water. I'm talking about that's major key. (laughs) Do not forget water. That's all I got to say. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the (laughs) note. Actually, we're going to end the show a little different this week. 
you know we give you the normal clip. This is actually going. I'm going to give y'all the clip. This is J Cole's Letterman performance in 2014. Um, you can link it to whichever death you want to. There were so many, but um, thanks for listening. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Please welcome back J Cole, everybody. <laughs> Cause they ain't got no heat 
And they ain't got no AC, Walmart distribution fire. My homie, he just had a baby. You wonder why it's been so many B&Es lately? Why brothers from the hood shooting like this is TNT lately? And since all the ballers leaving college early, I turn on the TV and don't see no brothers with degrees lately. Are we all alone? Fighting on our own. Please give me a chance. Forest Hills Drive. Have a great holiday. Come back anytime. We enjoy that a great deal. Good night, everybody. <laughs>